Building a website is easy, but building it correctly is not. Discover the five most common web design mistakes as you listen to today's show. Okay, here we go. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the digital toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. You know, it would be wonderful if every time you built a website, everything went right. But the truth is that there are lots of places along the way where you can make mistakes. And that's what we're going to talk about today with my guest, Sam Moss. Sam is the owner of the One Click Agency. They are a web design company in Elmira, New York. And he's also the co-host of the Small Business Made Simple podcast, which is a weekly show with tips, advice, and wisdom for business owners and entrepreneurs. A lot like this one. And actually, you should hop over to that show when you're done listening to this one because you might even hear an interview with me. But now this is all about Sam. Hey, Sam, welcome to the show. Hello, Lorraine. Thanks for having me. Oh, it is my pleasure. You know, it's funny because we do a lot of the same things. So I always love to pick the brain of other people who are in the same space, Mm -hmm. looking for different advice and ideas. And I love this topic of five mistakes people make when they're building a website. Absolutely. So let's jump into it. What's the single biggest mistake that people make when they build their website? Yeah, so the single biggest mistake would really just be not including bold call to action buttons that match each other. Too many times websites just pull you in a ton of different directions and it's this flashy website that looks great. Maybe it has some really cool pictures. You spend a ton of money on it and it's missing a call to action. So what I mean by a call to action would be call now, get a quote, schedule an appointment. Those are all really bold call to actions that you're telling your customer, hey, we're confident in what we do. Come and do it with us. And a lot of websites, they just totally miss that. They're hidden. You have to search through the website to find anything like that. So that's the biggest mistake that we found is a lot of businesses, (laughs) they don't even put that on their website, which is just too bad. And I'm sure that you've run into the same thing. Absolutely. It's kind of like inviting somebody to come to your house for dinner and you've got this beautifully laid out table and great music and wonderful lighting. And then you put an empty plate in front of them. Exactly. It's along the lines of just like, are you going to ask them out on a date or you just kind of kind of hint like, hey, um, I like coffee. <laughs> you know, I mean, I would never have gotten married if that was the case. Just asking just really vague things. And the same thing really goes for your website. Like you were saying, it's you need to be bold. You need to be confident in what you're offering because um, that just shows that you're passive and you're kind of like, oh, maybe we don't have the best thing. Even if you know that it is and you can really help people. It comes across as really just being lax, like I said, not confident in in what you have to offer. And I think that there's a difference. I think sometimes people like, oh, I don't want to be too pushy. But I think there is a way mm-hmm. to confidently say, here's what you came looking for this. Here's what you do next. Exactly. Here's how you get started. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. All right. So we're going to fix that. We're going to put a nice, clean, clear call to action on every page, not annoyingly in your face, but a good one. What's the next thing I got to clean up on my website? The next thing is the header of your website. So for those of you who aren't familiar with that, basically when you land on a website before you scroll, that's called above the fold, like the header of the website. So you want that to be extremely clear. And a lot of business owners, they put way too many words in the header of their website and they think they have to put everything there. 
if you can do three things, and I'll list those off in a second, you're going to be golden. So you, when someone lands on your website, you want them to be able to answer these three questions. What is it that you do? So what is your business offer? How will it make their life better as a customer? And then what do they need to do to buy? That's all the header needs to do. It just needs to spark that curiosity so they scroll. That's the whole goal. And the header is really designed to reassure the visitor that they've come to the right place, that as they scroll down, there's going to be more info. Mm -hmm. But the one thing I noticed you didn't say is that you don't necessarily have to put your entire about and company history in that header. You'd be surprised how many business owners, no offense <laughs> if that's you, let's get it changed, decide that they need to do that. The, the thing is, your website is not about you. This is something that we preach. It's about your customer. You want to make sure that they're the focus and that they get what they need. And it's not all about you being this wonderful company, even if you are. Absolutely. You earn the right to talk about you after you've demonstrated that you can solve their problem. Exactly. Okay. So we're going to fix our header. We're going to have a call to action. Number three, what's the next mistake businesses make? So this is a really easy one, but a common mistake is not including a simple plan um, for your potential customers to follow. So what I mean by that is your customers need to know how to do business with you. And if it takes 30 steps to do it, that is not the plan you want on your website. So all you need is a little section on the homepage of your website that says something like, hey, our process is easy. Step one, schedule a meeting. And then right below it, you can say, this, so this is actually a website that we did. We said schedule a meeting. Our team is on call eight to four, Monday through Friday to ensure you get the service you need. And then step two, we said, find a landscaping plan for you. Again, we're not going into, hey, you need to schedule a meeting and then, hey, come sit down and we're gonna go over the finances. Very, very vague, but clear. So the second one was find a landscaping plan for you. Um, and then below that, we just kind of talked, hey, here are some options. And then the very end was rest assured, sit back while our company does the upkeep on your property so you never have to again. And then there's a bold call to action right below it that says schedule a meeting. That's all you have to do. I love that. I love that because it's in its simplicity, it's very reassuring. Mm -hmm. it, it makes people feel comfortable that this is going to be easy. And yet at the same time, you've kind of given them a feel for what the process is going to be like. And not only did you use that to describe the process, but tucked in there, you also snuck in hours and how you guys work and it did it in a very mm -hmm. conversational way. That's a really great way to describe the process. I love that. Something to add there, guys, for those of you who are listening, don't make the process more than three, not even really four steps. See if you can get it down to three or four steps so you don't overwhelm them. Okay. So what's next? You've talked about the process. Now where do they go? So mistake number four that we see a ton is forgetting to add what we call the stakes of buying your pro of not buying your product or service. So what is on the line if they don't do business with you? Now, this is not the time to fear mongol and really scare people into buying from you, but you do need to remind them, hey, this is what happens if you don't do business with us. So the, here's an example of uh, a website that we did. So we just said, life is too short to worry about finding a college. Feeling overwhelmed, overwhelmed and discouraged about choosing a school is wrong. You were meant for more. And then right below it, apply more. Just a couple of lines. It's almost like using salt to flavor a meal. You just need a little bit because if you dump too much, then it's going to be disgusting. The same is with you know a loss aversion and teaching them, hey, this is what it is at stake. Um, so just a little bit, a couple of sentences of what is at stake if they don't buy from you. 
and there's a lot of research and, and my sales coach really hammered this home with me and I, I finally embraced it, mm-hmm. is that people are much more likely to take action to move away from pain than towards pleasure. Mm-hmm. So if you present this really rosy picture, people will be like, yeah, that would be nice. But if you get, like you said, a little bit of that salt, kind of show them the consequences of not doing it. Exactly. It actually motivates them more. That's a great suggestion. And lucky us, we have time for your number five. Number five. Look at that. We fit it all in. All right. The, the final common mistake that we see all the time, and this is this is probably one of the worst ones, is not visually portraying the success that your customer will, customer will experience if and when they do business with you. And what I mean by that are the images you're using on your website. So if you are, for example, a life coach or a financial advisor, your images should be of smiling people looking over some budgets with you and enjoying their time, not a mountain with a train track. It just doesn't reinforce what you're doing. This is prime real estate for your pictures to reinforce the wording that is on your page. So the photos on your website need to have smiling customers interacting with your product or services. Absolutely. You know, I've seen a lot of people that do these really obscure images and you're like, I, I, I know what you were getting at. Yes. But, yeah. well, Sam, I can't believe that you packed five great tips into 10 minutes, but that was really awesome. Awesome. I'm glad it fit in there for you. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to have a link both to the one-click agency so people Mm -hmm. can learn more about you, but also specifically to that download. Five website mistakes. So oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. You can spell it out, use numbers. doesn't matter. It all goes to the same place. um, And you can get basically what we talked about today. And I think that's a great reference tool for anybody who's is thinking about auditing their website and refreshing it. This is it provides a terrific direction. Yeah, it's a lot of in-depth stuff in there. So you can, uh, I mean, this is obviously really quick. So if you guys want some more in-depth, it's right in there. Lots of tips on how you can do it yourself, basically for free. Really see a jump in your website. Fabulous. Sam, thank you again. Absolutely. Lorraine, thanks for having me on the show. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to learn more about web design, social media, and content marketing, be sure to drop by the Digital Toolbox at digitaltoolboxin.com and look for episodes of More Than a Few Words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.